This is the beginning of the podcast with special guest, Freedom Andy, who is connecting by audio right now. Hello. Freedom Andy, how are you? Hold on. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Oh, there he is, baby. <laughs> yeah. Freedom Andy. Andy, how's Freedom treating you today? You know, it's been a good day. It's been a good day on this side of the border. I I had a moment today where I was like, fucking, we were unloading a a roller, a vibrating double barrel roller thing that I borrowed from my buddy Rob. A bow mag. Uh, No, it's a Wacker Nielsen. We don't fuck with no bow mags over here and (laughs) fuck with no. Anyways, uh, and I got on it and I started driving it. And then one of our guys was going to stay to do it. And I said, you know what? I need a couple hours of driving this little baby roller thing in my life right now. I need to clear my head. It makes me feel like I'm, I don't know, 15. And I'm going to drive this little roller pack in this regrind driveway that we were doing all day. And it just was, it was mind numbing to me. And it was just such a great experience. I was, I was like, all the shit that I do. And all the terrible things that happened, that two hours made the whole fucking last two months worth it. That I could just drive this little roller looking ridiculous. It probably, I probably weighed more than it. I was adding to the pounds per square inch of packing power of this son of a bitch. And I, I just loved it. And it was like two hours. I, just, I was so happy doing it. It made my whole fucking month. I was just so excited. It was awesome. Do you guys have stuff that happens like that where you're, Fucking, you're just doing something and you're like, man, I just forgot about the whole world of fucking shit. Paying people, <laughs> making fucking payments, getting payroll, paying the government, not being able to sell my communism hats. No one is buying those fucking things. You know, I lost opportunity. I don't know why I don't have a freedom. <laughs> <head on. laughs> freedom I told you all I'm going to do here is <laughs> freedom andy i can't i mean this is what an opportunity i appreciate you guys having me on. oh i feel like you are gracing us with your presence my wife was like i was like hey i want to you have is it okay if i go on this podcast tonight she's like oh what is it i'm like you know it doesn't matter <laughs> <laughs> and that's the truth there's just no way for me to explain this in a way that you're gonna understand it, I like so, so she didn't condone it. Well, I mean, she she has no idea what this is. I just said I, I'd like to be on this podcast. <laughs> cool. Sure, go ahead. And then he and then he said the words that everyone who listens to this podcast knows. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it quite literally doesn't matter. Doesn't Anyways, matter. that was what happened to me today. I just I love those little rollers so much. I because I think when I first started. We had one of those double barrel rollers with a big stick on the end, and you had to push yeah. down, turn it. I don't, you know, I don't know if I'm too much older than you guys to have ever used those. You had to crank it with a wheel to get it going, and it would go. And that's the bowmag. Yeah, yeah you push down. Yeah, bowmag. Yeah, and and when one of those sit on, because I mean, I did, I spent a lot of time doing that in playgrounds and parks and on pathways and stuff when I was younger. And then someone showed up one day with a, a ride on roller, and I was like, wow. That is like the greatest invention ever. You don't have to. And running one of those little rollers is one of those things that looks like it takes zero fucking skill, like zero skill. But if you actually want to like get to the edges and not create a lot of divots and it's a skilled job, man, you got to be good on that thing. I don't know. I just loved it. So I love it so much. I was so happy to do it today. It was, I couldn't even think of anything negative to say about it for Caleb. Like I just, so you're going on the auction to buy one of these rollers, are you? I started talking to Drake. I'm like, how much are these things? Man, I have expensive. Lot, like, I have a lot of expensive shit I never touch. Could I sell some of that shit and get one of these things and just drive it around the yard? Maybe just drive it up and down the road to the yard. I don't know. I'd find something for that thing to do. I'm telling you. This is just a normal sit-on roller, right? Yeah. I know. I'm super I, fascinated. No, but you know, it. I rented one for a job. Uh we did a, a paver driveway two years ago and it was an extremely enjoyable experience. See, I, he knows what he's I, talking. I, I would agree. I, I, I got on it, and all 
worries were gone. I just was rolling and I, there was nothing else I could do at the time except roll. And, and there's, there's I would that, love to own one myself. The thing I love about them is there's that moment in time where you've taken your hand off the forward backwards stick and you're charging at something and you reach behind you and you miss it. And you're like, shit, where is that thing? I'm going to drive the fucking house. <laughs> Motherfucker. You're pulling on it. Like I just, you know, it's just, I, if anyone who's run one and you know, you reach and that stick's not there, Chad, Mike, and you, you are Game in trouble. Over. You are going into the, like you are going into whatever building you're aiming that thing at. Like it just, yeah. it's a, it's, a, and they're also tippy. <laughs> like, well, yeah, that's, I don't do well with tippy machines. No, you don't. I'm surprised you don't know one, Chad. I, no. we have a tiny, like a little green walk behind one that is, I mean, nowhere near as good. Um, that's what you guys are talking about. We used to have one of those big bow mags with the double roll. There's a long stick and yep. you crank the thing up and then nobody could turn it. So it was always the low man's job to to I, operate this thing. And it almost killed someone one time. So <laughs> we retired it. I remember no, seriously, what... he put his foot in a sauna tube as it was coming back at him <laughs> and it almost ran him over. Like, like this thing, if there was no safety to it, right? Like, no. So now, like, I don't even think it's allowed on the job site anymore. That thing just keeps chug. I I remember I forgot to hit the wrong stick, and I was like pinned against the house, and it was like, oh, it's like concussion <laughs> my chest, and I'm like, oh my god, what stick does what? Like, those things are dangerous, man. They are dangerous. You don't see them anymore. I guess probably too many rental companies got sued, so now they have these little. Plus, we're lazier as a society. There's the whole walking behind it thing. I mean, now yeah. everyone wants to sit yeah. and ride. Yeah, you, know, you, you can't, can't. You can't have. Them. No way. It's the euphoric experience they're going for. They don't want to walk when they could ride. It's euphoric, man. It was <laughs> it was the best thing that's happened to me in a long time was driving this little roller. Like I just I loved it so much. I don't know why. <laughs> this is an about face from the last couple of weeks where you've been down in the dumps. Yes, yeah. It's amazing what a small roller does for you. What's really interesting is that Rob, who owns the roller, calls it his greatest mistake. Because I called him today and I said, yo, Rob, can I borrow your greatest mistake? And he immediately, <laughs> immediately knew what I was talking about. And he's like, yeah, it's in the yard on that little uh, single axle. He has one of those single axle tilt mode trailers. The thing's sick. I've never been around one of those before either. A single axle tilt mode. Yeah. And he puts like his uh, MT on it, I guess, or his buggies. Or that could be like, super handy. Yeah. It, I've never been one of those ones where it drops down and you just drive off. It was sick. Like, because that roller thing would be a pain in the ass to get on any of our floats for sure. Like, I, so, I don't know how you do it. I had my first experience with the tilt deck trailer this weekend, actually. After mm -hmm. I picked up my dog in Toronto, I had to go down to the Hydro Cedar dealership because our cedar shit the bed last Friday and we drove it out to the repair shop. They fixed it Friday. I picked it up Saturday. And when I got there, I was the only one. Did there. the Obviously, new dog enjoy the trip to the hydro seed shop? I think so. She was like, very quiet. That's right. like introducing this new dog saying, listen, dog, you're about to learn that you are second to landscaping. Yeah. Anything that happens in my life is secondary to landscaping. So come with me. To get she's lucky if she's seat. second on my list. <laughs> get to this hydro seater. Anyway. Sorry. She's a lot lower than second on the list. I mean, uh, anyway, um, I pull into the hydro seater dealership and my trailer's at the back. And this lady is there in her super duty, whatever. She's got one of these ride on. Um, do you guys know what an SR3 is? It's like a, a rake. No. Basically, it's a giant rake that rakes the ground. Uh, you can put it on your skid steer. This was a like a standalone unit. It was like a lawnmower that had a rake on it instead. And she's like, can you help me unload this thing? The guy that was supposed to be here isn't here, and I don't know how to drive it. I'm like, well, I don't know how to get it off your trailer. I never used a tilt deck before. But I'm like, it can't be that hard. So I'm like, can you unstrap it at least? She's like, uh, no, it's for my son's business. And just, they just sent me up here and... I don't know how to do any of this stuff. I'm like, you drove a tilt deck trailer, tandem actual tilt deck trailer through Toronto, found the dealership, and you can't even unload it? Like, if I didn't show up here, what would happen? Like, you would have been here for hours. <laughs> like, because it's Saturday, nobody is supposed to come here. 
She knew her landscape daddy was coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you, you introduce like yourself as that? <laughs> yeah. No, no. Hi, I'm the landscape daddy. I don't go around calling myself the landscape daddy. Let me <laughs> unload that trailer for you. I no, like I was on the phone talking to her son. He's like, you just have to kick the pedal and pull the lever, and I'm like, okay. And so we got the thing off, and I parked it. I'm like, you may want to take pictures of this and figure out somewhere to put the key. But like, I'm not responsible for this thing as soon as I leave here. I don't know what happened to her, but <laughs> you just but, left and, her later. Well, listen, I got this dog. In this, I, I didn't get her there. I live in I'm sure she wasn't going to get her home. I live in Cornwall. See ya, landscape her, daddy out. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> it. Like there, and they it must have been. Her sons must have been my competition somewhere along the lines because they're from Ottawa, surprisingly mm. enough. So. She drove from Ottawa to the hydro seater? She drove from Ottawa to the hydro seater. Who sends their mom that does knows nothing on a mission to get a hydro seater? She, I, I, apparently, just, her kids were out doing a big hydro seating job and they couldn't do it themselves. So, so. did you, you bid again? You should ask her what job, who, what general are they bidding for? No, I. <laughs> We don't do that much in Ottawa. So, but it, yeah, it could have been one of my jobs but, that I lost. But so you, you there's had, enough work you, to go around. You've never used a tilt deck trailer before? Not before that time. No. Oh, I, I feel like it's I an just, American thing. Why? It's, it's, well, it's a lot more free to have a tilt deck trailer. <laughs> it's a lot more free. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't know. I mean, have you I, had one hour? Uh, yeah, I've actually had so my first float. I uh, know that's what you guys call them, floats. Uh, mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be a certain size to be able to call it a float, or any trailer is a float. I think any trailer can be a float. Okay, if you're floating something, anything is a float. Okay, so, what do you? How do you describe it? Trailer? It's a trailer. Okay. So what do you say whenever you're moving equipment? Are you trailering equipment? Uh no, if, I, I, just, I think I just say I'm gonna move that piece of equipment. Uh, or we're gonna haul it over there. All right. I mean, I guess somebody would say it's I'm gonna trailer no, nobody would say I'm gonna trailer that <laughs> hey man, I'm gonna go trailer that excavator. They'd be like, What? But so I'm gonna start saying I got, float. I gotta move the excavator, is what you, yeah. like you say, hey, like, man, I'm, I'm, gonna go, I'm I'm taking the excavator over to that job. Hmm. Go hook up to the trailer. See here, there's like people literally like there's a a company with tons of drop decks and they're called Cobra Float Service. Huh. Like that's the name of the company. Yeah. Wow. I guess they're not getting a lot of work in Ohio. People are like what? <laughs> I don't think you, so. Oh, you're not from you're from Indiana, right? Yeah, Indiana. All right, well, they ain't getting no work in Indiana. No, people be no. looking at that truck going, "What the hell are they doing with that? I don't need. I don't need no idea what floating. No boat there. They would think it's a boat. Hundred percent. One hundred percent. <laughs> their name is literally Cobra, and there's there's a few float services around here. And that's all they do is float equipment. Around. I'm sure, it's the same in Europe and in Indiana. These guys, oh yeah, there's tons they're just of trailering equipment. Yeah, they're just they move equipment. I don't know. But anyways, my my first trailer uh, was a was a car hauling trailer I bought from my old boss, and then after that, I bought my grandpa had a tilt deck trailer, and that was the first time I'd ever used one. And I quickly realized how awesome they were. And ever since then, I've had tilt deck trailers. I have two of them currently. And I, I recently I just bought the second one and I'm trying to sell my regular tag trailer that has ramps because nobody wants to lift ramps when you're free. So uh, <laughs> you just pull a lever and it just freely tilts. I have the ramp. If you've got a freedom tilt deck, I've got the ramps of oppression. Like, these <laughs> heavy. like it's almost a two hand job to flip them back up. That's what it is, dude. My ramp trailer. I'm just like, no, I don't want to have to lift those. Take the tilt deck. So ramp of oppression. <laughs> so Darian's trailer has air gate air ramps. Oh, that's on a, our our thirty ton float has air ramps to pull up. So where do they rate? There's Chad has the manual ramps of oppression. You have the tilt deck of freedom. Where, I, I, is, I, where is the where is the where do the air ramps rate? Like that's a yeah, that's such a that like that is like the pinnacle of a of trailers when you're like click the button it's like yeah it's pretty sick Honestly, you have to have up. airbags in your truck though to make that like you have to have wet lines or uh, like yeah yeah you yeah, couldn't yeah. have like a hydraulic brake 
trailer. Yeah. Well, you could. I mean, yeah, I'm sure you could have that auxiliary. I mean, my my new tilt deck that I just bought is a Benkey, uh, and it has a high uh, battery or hydraulic jack that I just click a button. It's just like a, it's like yeah, a I gotta... pump, just like a dump trailer would have, and it yeah. lifts it up and down. I don't see why they couldn't just go to the ramps and yeah, it's a full electric. Yeah, I got a, an electric ram on my car hauler enclosed trailer there. Yeah. Just because I was sick of always spinning the crank there. Yeah, it, it's pretty much ruined everything for me because yeah. now it's like I look at the other trailers. I'm like, nah, I'm not cranking that. Yeah. Just so when we need to get out from under the trailers with the traxles, they just drop the air out of the suspension of the truck and it drops the trailer on the ground and you walk out from it. Epic. Yeah. It's pretty neat. Yeah, it's pretty. Epic. Well, it was. See, I was a winder of the, the things. And then Christy developed the dropping of the, she's got these wood blocks and shoved it under and just dropped it in front of the trailer. I was like, Oh, that's like eight. Except the only problem is if you ever do need to crank those things down, you're fucked because they're so seized because no one ever, <laughs> them. Like, cause everyone's just walking in front of, I, I believe that my favorite thing we own is the 30 ton trailer. I don't know. It's just something about having like a 35 foot, 30 ton trailer. Yeah. I can see that. I think I'm new that's... to floating equipment on like multiple pieces of equipment. And I think it's the coolest thing. Like I thought I was going to be afraid to float a skid steer and a shovel at the same time. But like you put the setup together and you just start heading down the road. You're like, this is fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, you are as a... cool as you think you are for sure. Yeah. Well, you are. Yeah. I, I would agree. Anytime I see that, I'm like, that is the ideal setup. Yeah. He's doing everything better than me right now. It's <laughs> for real it is so cool and so efficient oh my word we uh we have a 20 ton tag too but it doesn't have air ramps so and Darian very rarely pulls it yeah it, useless uh, i was gonna sell it but then i paid ten thousand bucks for it like five years ago i'm pretty sure it's worth more than that now oh like, for sure it's fairly confident yeah and to replace it is like 45 grand i'm like even if i use this thing like <sighs> 10 times a year. <laughs> you only paid 10,000 for it? Yeah. Jesus. But that was like 2018 when equipment was worth like, you know, normal prices or 2019 I think we yeah, bought you it. You didn't know it was going to be a good investment for your future. Yeah, I didn't know my kids were going to retire off it and we were going to talk about generational wealth off the fucking 2010. <laughs> and if only we could have seen this coming. Oh, coming. Oh my word. The stuff I remember, the stuff I would have bought. Oh. I remember the one year I debated if the most profitable thing I did was buy a sea can. <laughs> well, cause I bought this sea can right before the pandemic, like right before the pandemic, I bought this sea can for like 1800 bucks. And all of a sudden people were like, I'll give you like 10 grand for that sea can. I'm like, Holy shit. There was something for like 8,000. I'm like, what is going on? I was like, literally the most, literally the most smart, savvy financial move I've made in my life was purchasing this ratty sea can. <laughs> I'm business savvy here. I should have bought five of them. Like it just, it was a, anyways, now our sea can's black. We painted it. So yeah, it's worth more than probably. Probably. People would look at it and be like, well, that sea can's cool. We're going to brand it. We're going to put a paper king crown on it. Yes. Yeah. We actually yeah. did some branding, which I never do. Really? Yeah. We painted our, uh, we painted all our bins and then we put crowns on them. I didn't put any actual contact information because I wouldn't want someone to actually contact me, but it made me feel better as a person to put the crown on. So I was like, but then I thought like, we mostly just work for local landscapers, like with the bin trucks. We don't, I don't want to deal with homeowners on those things. So maybe it's a landscaper in Durham region, I think would see the crown and know whose bin it is. They know who the king is. They would know whose bin it is. Yeah. So I thought, well, that's enough advertising, I guess, for, like it doesn't, if I put my name on it, it was like, um, I have a friend who has a bunch of bins and people call him all the time and complain about the bins being different places. And I said, that's because you have a QR code that list goes to a complaint form. Yeah. So I have a crown. I have a crown. So do you ever get anyone calling you the king? Uh, there's like, a vast I, amount. I, I, use, I use the king. That's how you refer. <laughs> that's what I, if that, if I was in your area, I would say, I'm going to call the king. I need to cool. get a box. Is Chad just the daddy? Yeah. So the, my, my workers just call me daddy. Yeah, <laughs> right. I swear to God. They, it, 
at first it was just daddy and now some of them call me father <laughs> <laughs> and they're all about my age if not older so um, I, I don't know I think that's I what does that say about your personality chen he's the provider yeah, I, mean, I guess I'm the provider, yeah. yeah. Do, you, do you want to hear an interesting phenomenon at our yard? So we were doing some work up the side of the building. The owner of the yard had asked us to regrade the side of the building and get water to flow away from his, his building. And uh, so not, normally a lot of people park there. So I sent around a single text message that said, no one park at the side of the building um, for a couple of days because we're going to do some work there and I don't want to have to move all the cars. So this is like six weeks ago. Six weeks later... Still, no one is parking at the side of the building. They're still parking in the field and all different places. This is from a single text message about what I would deem to be a crazily unimportant item in our business's life. Now, on the flip side, our yard is a shared residence with someone who lives in the property. And there's another residence behind our yard. And so I have spent a vast many times saying, we need to be respectful it's early in the morning when we start the trucks. Don't let them idle too long. Don't shine high beams into some seven-year-old kid's fucking bedroom across the field. Like I I have talked about this stuff repetitively. This is an ongoing thing. I've talked about it many times. So to this week, one of the guys jumped in his car, rolled down all the windows, turned his stereo on as loud as he could, and drove 50 kilometers out of the yard past the house of the people that own it. And I thought to myself, what did I do that was so effective in my text message that said, don't park at the side of the building for a few days that stop people from parking at the building for six fucking weeks, as opposed to all the times I've asked people to be respectful in the yard. I need to find out where the disconnect is with my communication because I need effective communication. Like when I don't need people to park in a place, like I just, I don't, I, the whole day I'm like, I don't understand what went on here. I don't get what's going on. This is important shit. This is totally irrelevant crap. Let's listen to this, but not listen to that. Like I just, I, whatever. Anyways, do you guys have that experience? <laughs> I am not an effect. If you need someone to not park somewhere in your yard, call me. I got the text message. It'll set you up for weeks. Yeah, just copy and paste. Send copy it right and paste. Yeah. You could sell that. I mean, just that. Like <laughs> the proprietary text tra- message. A training course on <laughs> yeah. communication. <laughs> I don't know if anyone wants my training course? I mean, we we started with a scheduling app, and that's gone really well for us. And all the guys like it; they get their schedule on their phone, and it comes through. And I I like, like the scheduling the app, like the bins and stuff. Uh they so we used to use the Apple Calendar to do them. Okay. Um, and so we switched them. The trucks all got organized in the Apple Calendar, but I wanted something that was more for everybody. Uh, so now, like the six field staff get their their schedules and. If I need them to do different things, I can update it. And I can actually in this app, you can list tasks, which is super awesome because if they're working at the yard, I'll be like, here's seven things you need to accomplish. When you accomplish it, press this check mark and it'll tell me you did it. Yeah. Maybe add one of those check marks says, turn your music down. <laughs> Don't drive 50 <laughs> kilometers an hour out of the yard, like kicking up dust. Like it's someone's fucking house. I don't know. Okay. In general, our people are really good, but this whole like not shining lights in people's windows and letting trucks trucks idling is a personal and then i like it's a personal thing that drives me nuts because i'm like man feels like in our country feels two dollars a liter buck 85 i don't know what that converts to in gallons uh i have no idea a lot more than what do you guys pay per gallon uh right now diesel is like uh maybe 450 a gallon how many liters in a gallon mike oh my How many God. liters Sorry. in a gallon? 3.785. So we pay a buck 82 times 3.785. I'm, I'm a landscaper. Where's my calculator? Oh, dude, you are a know your numbers, man. I am about to <laughs> do my Try to come on here and uh, you <laughs> a fucking landscaper. We <laughs> 3.78 times 6.89. So, yeah, we're paying 6.90 a liter or gallon. Gallon. For D- wow, that's a lot. Man, that is oppressive. It is oppressive. <laughs> that's oppressive. I want the freedom price. Well, that but that price is actually a lot for you guys, isn't it? Yeah, that'd be a crazy. No, no, I'm, not, I'm talking like what you guys are paying oh, now. Yeah, it is that's high. Good. Now it's come down in the last year or so. We were at five bucks for a little bit. Uh, gas is cheaper than diesel. Some there's been times where diesel's cheaper than gas. 
but right now gas is pretty i mean we're in the threes for gas three dollars a gallon now um for gas but yeah i yeah that's a i would be a little more conscientious of the uh conscientious i can't even say it of the uh idling i guess if that was that much that's that's uh like i said oppressive yeah we spend we sp- well right now are the leader of our oppressive country is trapped in india because his plane can't get off the ground <laughs> i didn't even make that up like every other person is gone from the g20 summit except the canadians are all sitting there because our planes are so old they can't get parts for it and he can't get <laughs> over the country. they had to send another plane to go get them because the other plane they don't know when it'll be fixed and i'm thinking to myself Man, this was like a climate summit. Now we got two planes flying all over the place for these people. Like the the well, you don't you have a you don't have a president. What do you, what do you have the prime minister? The, the prime minister's plane is not running appropriately. No, <laughs> so they send another plane. <laughs> and on top of that, they can't even. In America, the they send one Air Force one, and another one follows just because. <laughs> <laughs> So you don't know which one to shoot down. Yeah, like, like, eh, I'll just send another one. It can't, it's not that much. <laughs> so this guy, they can't even get parts for it because now they did say on the news that we just got a used Airbus. We were buying some used planes <laughs> for the prime minister. I was like, wow, what a sad state of affairs. He's not worth much more, though, the fucking guy. than a used plane. <laughs> My <God. word. laughs> His net worth is a lot. His no, but as a human, as a human money being, on planes. his worth no. to the country is less than a fucking. Oh, it's plane. not high. Yeah, I guess the the prime minister of India gave him a beatdown in the summit in public beatdown or something. <laughs> it's like a whole bunch of stuff I didn't even know was going on because it's in like British Columbia. There's some kind of like India considers them a terrorist group, and we're supporting a referendum about breaking up India that they're having in British Columbia, which seems super weird. I feel like they should have that referendum in India, but I don't know the particulars of it. So anyways, it was, and then he was going on about how we would always support peaceful protest. I'm like, yeah, unless it's in our oh, country. Yeah. You know, I don't, like, whatever. It was just yeah. a, but yeah, he's stuck in India, so. There you have it. There you have it. Did you sell all the freedom hats, Andy? I have uh I have two freedom hats in my closet. Ooh. Well you're keeping have, those. And I well, yeah. I for now. Freedom uh, sells. Free, you Wonder know, if oppression sells. I, no. I sold out of those. I, I mean I think I sold uh, twenty five of them. A lot of freedom wow. out the door. A lot of freedom went out the door. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, they, it was more expensive to buy the freedom than it was the other hats, but that's how it goes. So you got to freedom pay isn't free. Did you mark them? Free. Did you mark? <laughs> well, but they were for Fourth of July, right? For Fourth of July, every year I'm going to come out with a new freedom hat on the Fourth uh, of July. Limited edition. Can you? Well, <laughs> Mike says that you have to come out with your merch and say that it's limited time only. I think yeah. it's a good. I mean, idea. That's the best way to sell anything. Yeah. Literally anything. If Mike would get off his ass and do something, we'd have our own <laughs> you know, like, I'm being oppressed on this yeah, podcast. This, he spent yeah. less time stealing other podcasts' music and more time. <laughs> you know, I have no idea what you're talking yeah, about. I, that, yeah, that we could talk about that. I, I mean, it was it sounded so familiar. I just I don't know. <laughs> no idea where it came from. No, None. No idea. I, yeah. I immediately I, turned it off. It was so annoying. The music just. <laughs> when you took the job indoors, did you plan on it raining just for the in- Instagram? Yeah. So you could go on and say, we're indoors. Like how long yeah. had you been planning that story about? Oh, we just kept waiting until else it was going to rain. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And that you, way all my competitors could feel unproductive that day. Yeah. And I could just be like, I don't know. I mean, we're just. just you actually said to the guys, don't work in that area. It's yeah, not raining. Yet. And then it was and, a rain and I'm like, immediately go inside. Go in there and do some work. <laughs> I got to get on the gram yep, and I'm brag very, to everybody. Very busy. Uh, made me feel bad. My crew was going home. It was raining here. I saw you working indoors. I'm like, God, this guy is just so much smarter. And then it occurred to me, maybe he's been waiting for this moment yeah. to make everyone else feel uncomfortable. Look at me with my indoor project. Oh. <laughs> Just their fancy pants with my freedom jib and my indoor project. <laughs> I just, I thought that did work out pretty slick for you, though. It, you know, <laughs> it, 
it did work out pretty good. And also, this is no <laughs> two weeks before it was like the hottest day of the year, like 110 degrees, super hot. We literally happened to be working indoors for that that time too. <laughs> and I'm just like, you know what? This is just uh, sometimes squirrel finds a nut, you know. So, so is that going to be an indoor outdoor pool, like where people are going in and out, or? Yeah, I mean, though, the there's a couple like garage doors that will go up and then like screens that will come down. And so then the, you know, the patio is going to around the pool. There'll be a threshold where the door would be, of course, but then you could pretty much it'll all be the same level. So you just go in or out and in the summer. And then, of course, in the winter, they'll be able to close everything up and have it be nice and warm and whatever. So it's super cool. So, but yeah, I, I'm not sure what we'll do the next time it rains. Um, we might just go back in there and again, pretend to do work. Yeah. Just find something to do and see the poly sand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever but we need to do. Frankly. If the poly sand doesn't get hard there, do you think it will be because the poly sand is indoors? Like that's, I'm not, I, I just, I've never heard that one yet. I've heard about it being a leaf fell on it. I've yep. heard about it getting too much water, too Hot, little water. Cold, too, wrong too time far. of the year. Yep. Yeah. Not the I've, right bristles on the broom. The- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, you have to have you have to have poly sand brooms now. Not the right. So, are you going to get a rep there when you install it indoors? Because well, I feel like there's a potential here well, that, that that someone might bring up the fact. Hey, this is indoors. Well, it never got hard. I mean, we don't do this for indoors. Should uh, it's not indoors, man. Your fault. Sorry. Needs uh, the wind. Yeah, there's look, no wind in here. No so. wind. Don't no fucking win to harden it up. I don't get what's going on. I just don't understand. Like I, yeah, I just saw yeah. that and I was like, "Wow, that's going to be a whole new problem." We actually, we actually aren't doing any polysand inside because they're the the Unilock Sereno paver has no like nubs on the side to create a joint, and okay. so the plant doesn't want any joints, so it's going to be set tight. So there will be no yeah. polysand job at all. So, hmm. um, yeah, I, that's just that's how they wanted it. They didn't want any joint, which it's a blessing for me because without that without the spacers, I would have had to use like tile spacers or something. And that would have been an absolute nightmare. Um, Is that paper designed to have no joints like that to look more like a sheet of glass or something? Yeah. And, and I mean, I don't know why I think it's the manufacture, the way that they manufacture it and how it's, it's, I think it's made like vertical or something. Um, Like it's, it feels like a wet cast product, but it's not. Uh, But thank God. Huh? Thank, Thank God. God. So, well, yeah, if it was, I mean, Thank been, you. you'd have yeah. three quarter inch tolerances. So, yeah, uh, totally be, acceptable, too. Yeah. Then to be within their, you know, you're crazy if you even bring that up. No, yeah, it's not. It's just how you, it's just the product. You just have to deal with it. Um, it's the way it's made. Yeah. I mean, you can fix that, those, you know, differences with polysand. So, even though one's like bent and twisted. So, yeah. that, like, one corner it's, is substantially, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. not that I've ever, no. So that they actually made that to have no joints. That's cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, and I was really actually worried to use it like the way we're using it because different experiences in the past, you lay a bunch of things that are tight and then they're, you know, if they're supposed to be six and inches wide and then some of them are a little bit thinner. And I mean, this mm. thing is so crisp and clean and one, if, if they weren't perfect, you would see it so fast. I mean, you go too many layers out and your line would be all over the place. But it's been, yeah, I'm actually really impressed with it, do it, using it like this. It's very hard. Like, we have to be so picky with this edges, like no chips of any kind. Like, there's probably eight pallets of pavers that I can't use off of pallets that we've used because any wow. imperfection, you see it all. So, yeah. but whatever, the, they're, they'll just refund me for what we don't use and hmm. get me new product, whatever. I mean, they're supposed to sell a perfect product product. But if you <laughs> had joints you would not see it near as much. Yeah, it would hide it yeah. like a quarter inch strength. So yeah. did you see, I like the video, there's a video getting passed around of some guys swinging slabs over a pool and the slab falls Ooh. into the pool off the really? bathroom. Oh, you haven't seen it? No. I was just wondering when you were going to come out with yours. I would never <laughs> show that. <laughs> really? Where is that? I don't That's know. It's a green monster it? landscapes. Oh, yeah. Someone slab. dove in and got it, right? Yeah. I think I think he did. Was it a liner pool or what was it? I think it's a fiberglass. Really? Is it? It looked like a fiberglass pool to me, but I don't know. 
Okay. Just, so because maybe. it was all one color. It was, you know, liners are always multicolored. Like oh, they're, yeah. Right. They're not like that sheer color, like a fiberglass pool. Oh, I yeah. got to see this. I was just wondering when you were going to come out with your attempt at that viral video, Andy. I just said, Andy. <laughs> just do it. I mean, <laughs> I got to see this. Yeah. It's, yeah it's... <laughs> and then he, the pat, the paper, it's a big slab. So, like, getting it out of the pool is a problem. Yeah. You see, like, he goes in and then he has to walk to the shallow end with oh, it. Yeah. It's like <laughs> keeping yeah. him in the water. That's brutal. Yeah. yeah. What kind yeah. of suction tool was that? Is that pave tool? I mean, tool pave? We, tool pave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What we have a great relationship a with those people right? on this podcast, Andy. So, what's that? You know, we, don't, we have a great relationship with them on this podcast. So, don't screw it up for us, please. I won't. I'll by saying that's, it was their assumption tool. No, we have like zero. I think that's a concrete pool. It's got a tile. Oh yeah, I can see that now. The top, yeah, yeah, maybe like concrete pool, which is probably that's better. The best, yeah, better. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get the best be the of a best. bad situation. If you had a liner, a liner would tear. Would be, yeah, especially when it went down the side there. That stuff they coat the concrete pools in, though, it's not very tough. That it's like plaster a, or whatever. Yeah, some plaster, kind of yeah. it's a, like a plaster thing. Yeah. Holy cow, that would I would be freaking my heart would sink. Holy we cow. don't have very many company policy rules, but one of them would be never ever are you going over a pool with a paver or anything. Oh man, that gives me anxiety watching that. Oh man, yeah. Um <laughs> <gives me> wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I watched, I was like, ooh, that's not good. <laughs> I've seen like we knocked some four by eights in a pool once, and I was like, oh, that's bad. <laughs> Never mind uh, full slabs that are like because suspended six feet over the pool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. I, that, uh, I just can't believe that fell off of there. Right. Something had to have been wrong. I mean, I don't know. It's a fair size vacuum lifter thing. Like it, it doesn't look like it's underpowered for, no, I don't think so. I'm doing that with it a looks group. like it was run off a compressor though. Yeah. Not, it's air powered. So it's, uh, yeah, like air compressor, they didn't, not have, a... they didn't <laughs> have enough flow or their compressor got too low. I mean, like or snagged on something. Oh, yeah. And if they don't have any kind of alarm or something like some of them um, or any kind of gauge, like the, the one that we use a lot has a gauge that you can see. And, yeah. and we've had times where the bottom of it gets where it sucks the air through, gets like yeah. too much dust in it, and then it won't put enough suction on it. Um, it's hard to get it to lock. Yeah. Or I mean, we have had them drop off before. I mean. Never, I mean, luckily it's usually by the pallet, but that now I think we had one last at that big job last year where it dropped and fell onto the patio. Um, and then we started realizing that we had like too much dust or little whatever particles built up underneath. And so then we are constantly now checking that because, yeah, I mean, I guess that could happen. I mean, that's yeah, we've crazy. had did it land on any lights that were in the patio? in the ground oh thank um, goodness thank goodness yeah yeah because they would be done they would be done <laughs> i i don't I, they, want to do paper lights i think it takes a lot less than do you do paper lights and patios like that i have done them one time and How i was ever well i've gone back and replaced three quarters of them really ever ever do them again in how oh. long of a time period uh the year after four of them went out and the year after that, we had another 10 that went out. And then oh I changed them all. No. Yeah. Oh, dude. It was and there was the little ones from, from Light In. And, uh, and yeah. And of course, I was the one that did everything wrong. I drilled the hole wrong. I put them in with the wrong hammer. Mm. Uh, you must have forced them in. Yeah, press and hammer. I mean, everything was my <laughs> fault. It, the felt like a po- it felt like a poly sand. It probably was a poly sand issue. <laughs> <laughs> like you I used the wrong sand. room over oh, the really? lights when I swept the poly sand in, and so then that's why the lights got condensation in them. And so I no. probably you put too much water. Too you, much water. I didn't know they were going to be out in the rain. It rained like, way too much. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a lot of rain. It rained I, way too much. That's one of my favorite conversations I ever had with a a, a, a material rep. We bought some wet cast slabs when they first came out from the supplier and I didn't know much about them and they had. So when we pulled them out, they had flow running down them because this, they were vertical in the skids and they had flow trails and 
So when we put them down, I called the supplier rep and I said, Hey bro, like what, what gives with this? And he's like, well, it's cause the water, you know, it flows the same way when they're in the skids, it always flows on the same patterns. So, uh, it, that's why the airflow develops. But when you, when you lay them, you know, that won't happen. And I'm like, yeah, no dude, like water always follows the same path. Like it doesn't suddenly start running uphill in August and then in July run downhill. So we don't get any airflow on your fucking slabs. Like, what are you talking about? I was like, man, I've heard a lot of gobbledygook from reps before, but this is the worst. I was like, okay, man. He's like, well, you know, we didn't know they were going to get wet. And I'm like, they're fucking slab <laughs> or outdoor patios. I was like, okay. I feel deeply that you're not going to help me. So I'm just not going to have this conversation anymore. And I yeah, will just, just, I'll just take care of it. Yeah. I will just put these to the side and then stack them back in the skid and return them. Like there's nothing wrong and they can sell them to some landscaper who doesn't give a shit. <laughs> One time we were at the supplier with a bunch of rejected slabs. And as we unloaded them, they were loading them into some other guy's trailer <laughs> and he was driving away with them. And they're like, yeah, he doesn't give a shit. I was like, okay, perfect. Glad I've, to heard, I, I've heard guys do something at my local supplier where they'll bring back a pallet of pavers and they'll put a bunch of nice pavers, say they're smaller ones like Brussels or I don't know, whatever, something small, and they'll stack them all. But then in the middle, they'll put like a bunch of cuts or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's whole layers. Like, like, what do you think? They don't know who returned that when they go to like, pick. what is wrong with people? I, or maybe people think, well, I don't, I can't fathom spending that kind of time and thinking that that was a money making proposition or. Yeah. And surely I'm, the boss is what told them to do that. Like, hey, guys, just jam the cuts in the middle. It'll look like a full layer. It'll look like a full. <laughs> yeah. We used to get that quite a bit, actually. Really? really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How did you confront them? What did you do? Like, well, I just that would, phone call like when I was just the yard guy, I would just radio it up to the office and let them deal with it. But. Yeah, you, you could you knew which contractors would try to do that. Oh, absolutely. and then and then you could tell, especially when we went from from uh, vertical stack to layers horizontally, you could tell because the mesh wasn't in between the layers. Yeah. So you're like, okay, that that's suspicious. We need to it's check that. Re- that's been restacked or whatever. Yeah, yeah. put the ones that are chipped upside down or yeah. whatever happens. Yeah, it was harder when it was vertical because the bands weren't cut. You're good. Okay. Yeah, when it went to layers, it was very easy. Oh, now we know. Yeah. I think too, like when I started, pavers were like two bucks a square foot or a dollar fifty. So people didn't care as much. But now it's like twelve dollars. And then it's some it's twelve dollars a square foot and it's a slab that's three square feet. So it's like a forty dollar slab that's garbage because it's got a chip out of it. You know, right. like, okay, I'm not wasting a buck here on this one I'm throwing away. It's like people probably try to squeeze more in or save them or do something with them. Like it seems like they're just because each slab is worth so much. Like, how much are those single slabs that you're doing worth? They must be worth a fortune. Oh man, what is I? I can't remember what it is to square foot. Ten fifty a square foot. Perpetuated wow. in Canadian oh. is like thirty dollars. <laughs> that would be the oppressive price. Uh, yeah. So I mean, they're probably they're sixteen by thirty-two. So however many square feet that is. Again, I'm not good with numbers. So, Mike, uh, I, like, well, how many square feet is that, Mike? Two point seven five something. I don't know. <laughs> so whatever. I mean, they're expensive. It's a thirty dollars. No, yeah, three point five. Three point five. So yeah, it's a it's yeah. a forty dollars slab. Yeah. Thirty five dollars slab. What's ta- what's what's tax? Like here we have a thirteen percent tax. What's tax in Indiana? Seven. Oh my. Thirteen percent. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's brutal. It's, the oppression rate. It's my <laughs> goodness. That's why they don't. However much more on gas too, right? Like it's not like gas on its own has no tax. That's yeah. Whatever we pay, we already pay like fifty percent tax on gas or whatever it is, and then the thirteen percent on that, and you pay tax on the tax and gas. Yeah. yeah. Sakes, that's crazy. Yeah. Wow. We have, I don't know about what it's like there, but we have this thing like this day in June where everything that you made up till that day in June technically goes to the government if you're working a con- like a full year, right? Oh, like I think if you were to quantify it that way. Yeah. 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 So it's basically halfway through the year. 
and half of your money goes to the government. And we still have shitty planes that we can't get out of India. <laughs> yeah, like all that money, and you still have to send another plane. <laughs> so have to say, well, part of it is because the plane in American dollars is, you know, ten million in Canadian, it's forty million. Like right. we literally plus have tax. to print, print the money to pay <laughs> plus plus thirteen percent. That is wild, man. Yeah. You have in, you have income tax too, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, you gotta get in. There's some states by us that don't like I think taxes doesn't have income tax, I think. Florida yeah, doesn't like Delaware and no. Florida and all no that. No income wow. tax. Yeah. Yeah. I think Florida oh, has no amazing. that's where the that's where the basketball players can go there and play on the lower contract. Oh. Not that any basketball players ever left Toronto to go there and win championships, but you know. But I, be, I, I know nothing about sports. Yeah. So. Yeah, so Chris Bosch took less money in Florida because he didn't pay any tax. Oh, there you go. Smart guy. Yeah, which allowed him to them to form like a super team because they were all playing at a reduced rate, but they were still making the same amount of money. Oh, got the which, taste of freedom. They got the taste of freedom, baby. <laughs> taste of freedom. I do. Oh, man. I... I the amount of tax we pay in this country is outrageous. It is an outrageous. Yeah, that is that is a crazy amount of sales tax. It's crazy. Yeah, but you're all making it, so you're surviving. Uh, so here's this. This is a staggering number to me as a person. I, you know, you know, we've been using um, Mike's program, so we've been, you know, knowing our numbers to an uh, extent. I guess to my own extent, um, but I figured out that we pay $700 a day in, um, uh, what do they call it when you give the money to the government for the wages, Chad? The money for the government for like, the wages? You give, you payroll give your, taxes? Yeah, payroll tax. But what is it? It's called something. <laughs> it's like, the money to the government for the wages. <laughs> oh, it starts with an S. I don't know. I'm drawing a blank on Source it. deductions. Source deduct. We call them source deductions. Source deductions? Okay. Yeah. So our source deductions are seven hundred dollars a day, every wow. day, every day, no every matter day. what. Uh, well, it's based Wait, on that. It's like it whatever. works up to like twenty eight percent of the hourly wage of each employee. Really? Whoa! It's like twenty four percent or twenty six percent. So I figured ours out, and it's like if we all work full day, like if all the guys work full days, and the well, and the women work full days, um, we would. We would be we would top out at about seven hundred and forty five dollars a day in source deductions. Holy Which shit! Is, like that's just yeah, like that's it's just daily every day. It's a grind, and I'm like every day I wake up, I'm like we need to make seven hundred dollars so the government doesn't <laughs> take my house. <laughs> like past payments on cars, past or trucks or past machine payments, they can come take all that shit, and I can still live. But if you don't pay your source deductions, they come for your house. Period. Oh, yeah. The government don't mess her up. So I'm like even if we can't pay anything, I will have a hundred bucks a day. Almost I eight. will look over my shoulder for a hitman before I will screw with the government taking my house. <laughs> like I just it's the last it's a, yeah, but ours we so we employ three drivers and six field staff and myself and Kelly. So we employ eleven people and on average our source deductions are seventy seven seven hundred dollars a day. Which I find to be a crazy number, honestly. Absolutely. It seems Absolutely. insane. Like totally insane. But that's, cheaper. So I feel the same. I can it just but that's just we contribute to we have to contribute to their EI because they contribute to it and we contribute to all the other stuff or EI just, is their retirement? Oh, okay. No, it's their employment uh, insurance. Employment insurance. Okay. okay. Gotcha. I don't know what you guys call it in the yeah, workman's comp. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, if they get laid off, they collect workman's comp? Yeah. Oh, okay. They, so have that's... they have to apply for it, but yeah. Yeah, same here. Yeah. Do they have to play, like prove that they've been looking for work and stuff while they're off in the winter? Yes, but there's all kinds of ways around yeah. that, of course, just like yeah. everything else. Just fill out a certain amount of applications or whatever. And that I had tons of problems with that uh, during COVID where uh, everybody was abusing the work comp or the, you know, the unemployment benefits, and then they would be required to fill out whatever 20, 30 applicants a month or 10 applicant applications a month or whatever. And so then you'd get all these people that were applying. I would be advertising for an actual job uh. and they would just fill out applications 
and then you'd call them. So they have to have a certain amount of conversations with you or whatever. And then they would, oh my God. they would schedule the interview because they're sp- required to do that. Yeah. And then they'd never show like, and I had that multiple times. Like I finally quit advertising because I'm like multiple times you, they, you talk to them. I've even had people where I met them. I said I would, they could start the next day or whatever they were going to do. And then you'd never hear from them again. Cause then they went to the interview and that's what they needed to do or whatever they needed to do to go back to their unemployment. So it's really inspiring, frankly, <laughs> I mean, the work and the thought process to go through all that. Like I couldn't even do that with a straight face. Like I am just, what a, people are such scummy. It's just like, you went through all that work. Just go get a job. It's easier to get a job. I it's agree. easier to get a job. Yeah, it is oh, a lot man. of times. Totally agree. So it's, easier. It's, just, it's easier to just get up and go to work than try to live a scam. Yeah, that's my. They're so good at it. I mean, I got played hard. <laughs> I mean, I thought it. I'm like some of these people. Was like, dude, this guy's gonna be awesome. Like, like excited. You know, seemed like they had. You know, they're motivated. Whatever. They showed up on time. All right, great, man. We'll we'll see you on Monday. Never hear from them again. Unbelievable. Just oh well. Just do you remember oh, that pool surround that I was supposed to do weeks and weeks and weeks ago? Yeah. Where uh, the client or the the pool company took the deposit. Yes. And uh, never showed up. Yes. Well, they closed their doors for good last week. So uh, my client's in small claims court. Ooh. How do you how do you get money That's out somebody of somebody else? You, we know. I stood by. I, no, I mean, no, this oh. is a company. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you what gotta get a... down payments from somewhere. I mean, yeah. was there Academy? Dude, I'll never forget that news guy. <laughs> It's so good how bad they roasted it. Oh man, they they I've seen other ones of those. That was the worst one that they've done for somebody. It was they they went to town on him. Oh man, that guy deserves a, an award for that. Oh he yeah. That absolutely incredible. How would you feel if that guy was hunting you down daily? Like just on you. <laughs> Whatever I did with my life to bring this person into it, I need to stop doing that right now. <laughs> that guy was just up and down that. I bet it was like a week of being up and down that guy just to get that footage. Oh, yeah. It was such great footage. Oh, my word. He just kept itching himself. and like, <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> so what happened? A highlight of my year was all of that. Like... <laughs> I, it was so just classic. I mean, it, it couldn't have gone better. I think all those things come to an inevitable conclusion. That one just ended in such a public way. Oh, yeah. yeah. I feel Which like it's fitting, right? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, if you put yourself out there from the start, it's only fitting that it comes back around and that's out there too. Yeah. The bad times, right? That's well, it's, it's about having the right mindset. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you, you got to have that mindset really 10x I, what do you and it was a 10x news story it was a it was it, was it really was I do mean, you feel like oh, they yeah. really leveled up in that news story <laughs> they really i mean yeah. yeah yeah i if i could explain what level up means i would refer back to that <laughs> i'm just always trying to level up I get up every morning. I'm just literally trying to level myself up because I'm old and I can't get out of bed. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm trying to actually get out of bed and stay stand up level. Tripping over the fucking dog, falling. <laughs> I'm out of level. I'm like, man, I need to level up today. I gotta level up. <laughs> I absolutely I feel like I'm in the shower, I'm slipping because what I can't. What does it even mean? What does level even... up mean? Like, why would I wanna be at the same level as someone else? What is the top? Where? How far up do we have to go? I don't know. It, I, I get so worked up about this. <laughs> what does it even mean? I feel like it's the, up to who? Who are we leveling? Who are we going to? Where are we going? Well, you got it. You can where. only compete with yourself. So, right. You're just leveling yourself. So if I get up level, I should want to go higher. Yeah. No. Oh. 
Obviously. I mean, once, level up, Andy. <laughs> once I'm level, then where do we go vertical I, <laughs> and level up that way? So we go sky the limit. Sky is the right, limit. Do, is it horizontally level or vert? Like, what is the? Do you feel like that is like? Remember, we had an episode where we just read people's ridiculous gobbledygook shit that they were saying. I feel like that is like one of the top. Mike's favorite is one to five. Can't use oh. three. Level up. Where does that go? That was a good one. I <laughs> love that. Oh, that's a one. That is a, a one. Yeah. Can't use three. That was my, I, I just, it was good stuff. Good content. It. That's rare here. Uh, <laughs> well, I think that content here is sometimes entertaining, but rarely helpful. Well, if you guys would just level up, it would be better. Well, we're trying to. We can't get a sponsor to save our lives. I, I don't know why. I have no idea. <laughs> Maybe it's our blatant criticism of everything that might sponsor us. That could be part of our issue. There's got to be somebody that. There's got to be somebody that that would, would see through would level up enough to. Oh, we should run ooh. a level up campaign. Level up. Level up. Sponsor yeah. the not our finest hour. Like, we need a company that like a level company to sponsor oh. you. Can we associate <laughs> with you now? Like. <laughs> The Not Our Finest Hour podcast that one time featured Andy Mulder. <laughs> yeah. So now we can get some sponsors because there was one time that Andy came on here and, you know, can we get le- some sp- We leveled up. We leveled up. We leveled up. We, we, I feel like level we leveled up. up. Yeah. Can you fix your mindset to be up with the other levels? There's are no you, stopping. You immediately go to 11X. Are you... And Jeremy and Caleb a little bit scared of us bringing out the hardscape ignorance course. It's concerning. Do you feel like we might grab up some of your market to the hardscape mastery course? Because, you know, it. Our price points higher with the tax. Our price that is, is higher than 60 bucks, but it's still higher. The oppression. Yeah. It will be that will happen from the tax. I mean, I don't know how you compete with that. Do you think that Cornwall is a bigger draw than beautiful Fairfield <laughs> County? <laughs> I I think it'd be better if you had it in on terrible. Isn't that what you say, Chad? Uh, oh, Corn- yeah. Cornwall all, is in on terrible. Oh, okay, 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 okay. We're all, yeah, we're all in on terrible. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That always <laughs> makes me laugh. <laughs> I live in on terrible. <laughs> uh, in this country, this is one of the, I feel like we're like the, to put it in comparison, it's like you living in New York or California. That sounds horrible. <laughs> yeah, well. I think it's living... California with <laughs> shitty weather. That's you guys California. should level up and move south. <laughs> move well, we would need to move what west to Alberta. That would be the yeah. That's where the freedom is. Okay. That's in our this Texas. country. Yeah, Alberta's like Texas. Okay. Yeah, they have like, oil. Uh, with awful weather. Yeah, they have terrible weather. Oh, no uh, snow in July. Really? Yeah, snow in Yeah, August. they have squalls and stuff, and <sighs> that sounds horrible. Yeah, <laughs> it's not great. Well, I don't never been there to be honest. This, think of know. how tough a regular hardscape day is, and then it starts to fucking snow in July. <laughs> <laughs> you really would... have to level up then. <laughs> oh, that would God. push me over the edge if I was having a bad day. I'd immediately go to one X and go home. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh my word uh, i need to get going all right hey this thanks is so much end, andy. this is the end of the end of andy Mulder section of the podcast andy thank you for coming on thank you for having awesome, me I, I appreciate this and i look forward to the uh you know if you're gonna offer coupon codes for the uh what, what are you guys calling the oppression summit or what is it a better name that we came up with what, i don't even remember what was it it was uh, Hardscape Ignorance. Course. Hardscape Ignorance. <laughs> I looked up the opposite of mastery and it said it was ignorance. Yes, I remember. So I, yeah, so it's the Hardscape Ignorance. Well, if course. you guys ever decide to offer coupon codes, I'd be happy to promote it and we could all level up and uh, sure. get on the same page. Our awesome. coupon codes actually add money to the bill. So <laughs> <laughs> I think that's only fitting, really. Yeah. That, that's about the way we roll here, brother. You know, life's all about choices. So it is. <laughs> Andy, really quick, where can our audience go to find out more about you and uh, everything that you got? 
Mulder Outdoors on Instagram and the Mulder Life podcast. Uh, and uh, yeah, just that's about it. Mulder if you don't already listen, com. yeah, beautiful. And if you want to get yourself a freedom hat in July <laughs> next year, MulderOutdoors.com. Beautiful. I love it. Limit, limited <laughs> edition. That is the, <laughs> that is the best exit ever. Fucking awesome. yeah. Amazing. Have a Thank good uh, have a good uh, second hour, boys. Appreciate Thanks. it. Thanks, Andy. Have a great night. Later. All right. Bye. That was good. How are you going to top that for the worst hour? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. like, maybe we should just pack it in. That was awesome. The free that was great. If you need your freedom hat, go to Mulder.com. Like I just fucking love it. So good. <laughs>